podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ain't no place like a cowboy place, ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way, have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at a Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong, hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to the club. I'm your host, Andy Young, making trippers fun again. <laughs> uh, in tonight in the uh, studio, we've Gav, we've James, and we've Dylan, special guest for Dylan tonight. We're going to talk about the Reds being back at six weeks since we won the Champions League. The Reds are still unbearable. We're back playing football again, being unbearable again. Uh, we'll talk about Brewster, we'll talk about Robertson's replacement, LaRouche. <laughs> We'll talk about Milner, Coutinho debate. We'll um, look at some of the other transfers and, uh, of course, the upcoming Tour of America. Um, so, start off talking about the couple of matches so far. 3-1 uh, against Bradford yesterday and 6-0 against Tranmere. So, in the last couple of seasons, we started off against Tranmere as well and we got the Champions League finals. James, do you think there's any link there? <laughs> You're touching a throw there, Andy. No, um, yeah. Look, uh, two two very early preseason friendlies, just a workout for the lads, like to get back to actually, you know, knowing what a football is after being off. But uh, yeah, there's there's been a few highlights here and there with uh, what we've seen so far. Obviously, you know, as you mentioned, Brewster seems to be the real deal, or he's mm. he's. He's showing glimpses of what you would hope to see. So, you know, it's it's too early to actually determine whether he is good enough. We won't see that until we start seeing him playing properly in the league. So, um, but yeah, um, two wins, can't complain. Um, you know, uh, Klopp used an entire 23. So, you know, he, he's given everyone a run. So a lot of people you'd guess would be shop window because you know there's there's a lot of players there that just are not good enough and we're just making up numbers at the moment so so who's um who's not making up the numbers do you think gav um with regards to the younger players yeah, well, everybody. I mean, uh, are we going to see Lalana playing in the deep air role, no. Jorginho? No. no. <laughs> um, come on now. So he's making up the numbers. He's making up the numbers in that position. So you uh, think Klopp's a spoofer? Well, I don't think Klopp's a spoofer. I wouldn't go that far. Um, he's virgin on it at this stage, probably. No, I'm only messing. Because, uh, again, there's a lot of trouble over this. <laughs> but no, um, Lalan is making up the numbers in that position because I think only Fabinho is available there at the minute. You know, yeah. Henderson's only back, when Alden's only back, they're the probably two that would, would vie for that position, especially with Henderson taking the number six jersey for next season. Uh, <laughs> but, um, in bold. In bold. In bold. Did you, actually, sorry, did anyone see the fella that was ordering the jersey from China? Yeah. I just, and I just he wanted number six Henderson on it. And he, and he, he emailed it back and said, no, sorry, can I have 14 instead? And he put the number 14 on it and the word instead above it. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? Did you see it? No. Oh, I have a picture of my phone. I'll show it to you afterwards. But look, back, first of all, yes, there is a link to us getting to Champions League finals and playing Tramier in the first day. It's definitely a plan. It's definitely something that works for us. And I can't believe James has knocked it down so quickly um, but is the players making up the, the the numbers yeah there is there has to be you know like you look at the left back Larewski and you look at Adam Lewis isn't it Adam Lewis yeah mm. um, Keanu Hoover I don't think is I think he's mm. going to be a proper mm. option at right back I really really do going forward up the pitch I, 
I think Wilson will be sold. I think Kent will be sold. Um, Brewster looks really good. I know. I understand where James is coming from. It's early. It's it's pre season, but there's something about him when I watch him. There's something. There's something in him that's different. Brewster. Too. Yeah. There's something. We'll talk, about, we'll talk a little bit about Brewster in a while. He's definitely not making up the numbers. He's not making. But other than that, it's just a normal squad, isn't it? You know, there's yeah. a couple of lads coming back. The left backs have to be used for obvious reasons. Um, but I don't. There's many making up numbers there, no. Mm. I really don't. Right, same question to you then, Dylan. Um, who's making up the numbers and who's not making up the numbers? Who can you see that's been involved so far that's going to be involved next season in, in a I big think way? Bruce are definitely be involved. Like, yeah. As a substitute coming on late in the game, I see him coming on. He might make a big impact, but I think he will come on. Yeah, yeah. Now, when Klopp's talking, Bruce are up. Um, I mean, he's, he's delivered so far. I think as... As fans, we love to see someone coming up through the the youth academy, mm-hmm. um, and I think we especially love to see a striker like you know. I think we're craving at this stage for the next Robbie Fowler, Michael Owen. What you reckon, Dylan? Have we got a Robbie Fowler, Michael Owen on our hands? I don't know about Brewster, but yeah. I think in a few, not in a few years, but yeah. once he starts training more to first team, yeah, and comes in and gets used now to first team, I think he'd be well able to play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has all the attributes. He's quick, yeah, yeah and he's he's got an eye for goal. His movement is great, and he's he's hungry as well. You can see there's not he's no lack of confidence. He's the thing is like he's playing he's playing with players there. It's it's a it's a very kind of not a patched up side, but it's just who have we got and we put them out and just you know players playing in even positions that they, they won't play in like Lalana and stuff mm. like that. For me, it's when they get to America and when these bigger players start coming back and if he stays in the team and like Dylan said because he's spot on with what he said he starts playing with these better players and then you see is he able is he able to keep up with the pace of what we play at and how quick the passing is how quick our break is our pressing you know what I mean we really get into that and then you'll see what he's about but there is there's something yeah, about him yeah because I think at the moment like he's basically playing with the the, the equivalent of the under 23s yeah. at the moment because it's, it's you know some of the players he would have played with and that level but yeah, it's the likes of when Salah and Bobby and um, Mane are back and you're, you're trying to play with those type guys and at the speed they play because, you know, they're 10 moves ahead about. So can he keep up then? He's looking good at the moment. The signs are looking good at the moment, but we really need to see him with the with the top boys. Yeah. You do, but like going back again to what Dylan said, him coming on with 20 minutes to go when you're winning a game 2-0 mm-hmm. or 3-0, there's, there's no pressure on him. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And people are saying he's Sturridge's replacement and he probably is Sturridge's replacement I think he'll offer more to this team than Sturridge will I genuinely do I think there's more, the, the, the style of game he has I genuinely yeah, hold do on, hold on, no I genuinely do because yeah, hold on hold on Sturridge at his peak no 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 Sturridge oh, okay, just left Sturridge okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because Sturridge <laughs> that just left had yeah. no pace about him no. mm. he looked afraid to get into any sort of physical battle um, he couldn't play off the shoulder defenders anymore. Mm. He did drop deep. One thing I will say for stories: when he dropped deep, he get the ball and he kept it. He kept it quite well, and he could spot a pass. But Brewster, I think, might suit this team better because trying to replicate Firmino with storage last season did not work. Full stop. No. But if you are bringing Firmino off with twenty to go, and you know this young is coming on, and he's no pressure on him, and he's hungry, like you said, yeah. and he's standing on this fella's shoulder, and this fella's had eighty minutes of Firmino. Mm. He's getting chances, and if he, he looks like the sort of fella that if he gets chances, he puts them away. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I think the gauge for a young player coming through is they hit the ground running. Mm. I mean, it's only preseason, but he's got his chances now, and he's taking them. Like yeah, the yeah. interesting part will be now if he gets his big chance, say in the one of the cups, and he comes on and he scores five like Fowler, you know, then, yeah. then you then you absolutely know you have a serious player in your yeah. hands. And I think when um, when Trent came in. He delivered straight yeah. away. The the young players who are going to make it deliver straight away. So I think that's what's mo- most yeah, important. Yeah, because we, we all know, you know, Klopp doesn't mess around. He's really high expectations, even from young players. And he even said it himself the other day. It's like, why would I talk him down? He's played brilliant. You know, because mm. in the past, he's, you know, people have said, oh, you can't get too much praise for a young player, whereas Klopp was the opposite with Brewster yeah. the other day. He's like, Look, this guy's got a chance, you know. He's he's looking good so far. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll just it's exciting to see. So yeah. um, you know, it seems to be 
after last season, we're we're reverting to kind of looking at you know young players are are the future of the club type thing. So um, we'll we'll see how they all develop. So yeah, Gav, you call them storage as replacement. I think that's I think that's a fair comment. It sounds unfair, but I think it's a fair comment at storage's stage of his career. Um, I think if if timing was a little bit different, then you hadn't got a manager who's demanding so physically, so uh, a lot of pace required. Bruce is just going to deliver on all of them fronts. Like it just, Sturridge just didn't have it in him anymore. So, no, you see, Sturridge should have thrown. People went on about Sturridge playing in a ten and does a suit him. Sturridge shouldn't have done that. Sturridge should have thrown himself into a penalty box striker. He shouldn't have went outside the width of the goals. He should have stayed in there and sniffed out chances and made and, and scored goals. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He decided he wanted to be fucking Johan Cruyff or something. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> and he went off and he decided to do a tour of the pitch. And it, you see, the thing with Sturridge was. Like I said, he get the ball, he can keep it. But Sturridge hits a pass 30, 40 yards. Sturridge isn't getting in the box after it. Do you mm. know what I mean? Whereas the thing about Brewster for me was, I've seen, I wouldn't say a lot of them. I'd say a fair bit of them. And that would be only on the Liverpool channel when they have, pack, you know, these highlight packages yeah. on 23s or 19s yeah. and, and stuff like that. And he did have pace and he looked like he could sniff out a chance and right place, right time sort of player. So I was I was interested to see him against Tramier, exactly what he was like. I was amazed at how good he was on the ball with his back to goal. And instead of getting into a physical battle, he was really fast at zipping the ball away and moving. Like even like, I watched the highlights of Bradford and he sets up two chances. And it's literally balls into him on the edge of the box, one touch, and he gets Kent in. Mm. I think he gets Wilson in for another chance. Yeah. And he's he, and he sets up the Klein goal, the fourth goal against Tramier. It's into him, he's on the middle of the box. Some players are torn and have a go. Now he sees Klein out wide and he gives it to him. The signs are really good for him. Yeah. I, I just hope that it. Listen, it will all depend when he goes up against better players, yeah. cuter players. Mm. But he'll have better players around him, mm. you know. And then Liverpool will have games where they don't have the majority of the ball. Does he work hard? Yeah. Is he intelligent in pressing the ball? Stuff like that. So, but look, the young is not eighteen, is he? Is he 18, 19? Yeah. He's somewhere around that. Yeah, yeah. He's played two pre-season games. He scored three goals. He's looked good. You can't knock him. So just keep him going. Get him to America and see what he gets on. Yeah. Um, what about, like, we seen Wilson impress in the, um, in the championship last year. Dylan, do you think Wilson has a future at Liverpool or do you think they'll sell him? I wouldn't say they sell him. I'd say they bring him out on loan. Yeah. Get him his game time. Yeah. Bring him back into Liverpool. In the Premier League, though? A Premier League loan? Oh no, I say down Championship again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's gonna need. He's gonna need a Premier League. Like you're, yeah. you know, he's he's getting he's on so. now. He's still he's still considered a young player, but he is getting on for someone who's, yeah. you know, the the his days of his window, I suppose, for getting into the Liverpool team is getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. Um. His next thing is to either get into the Liverpool team, get a Premier League move, or he moves away. I mean, they they're the kind of three things at the moment. He's. I think we sell him. I, I, I don't see it. Dylan, Dylan thinks alone. I think he, alone would sort him out. Yeah. Now, maybe not championship, it could be Premier League, but a, bit, a, lower, t- a lower tier team. Yeah, he's not, yeah. A, he's not getting a loan move to a, a top 10 side. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, the days of sending send their players off to make up numbers at, at other clubs, like it's happened in the past. Yeah. I think Klopp now is very careful when he sends his players out on loan to get games. Well, I think we've, we have clauses and everything. Oh, we've yeah. penalised yeah. teams if yeah. you don't they, play enough. They don't play them yeah. like 70% of the time or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they get yeah. penalised. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he can do much more on a loan, to be, to be honest. I think he, doesn't make, he doesn't make Liverpool squat, in no. my opinion. Yeah. Mm. He gets what you have said. He gets sold, or he gets a Premier League loan, mm. and there I think they're the two options. I can't. Maybe someone like Villa. Yeah, maybe someone like that. But like Grizz was talking last night, and he kept saying it, and he just kept saying, "Lads, we have to realise the level we're at." Yeah, no, he was. You right know, right. we're we're gone up levels here. We're we're not we're not scratching around for for oh, could this fella be the next best thing? Now that sounds a bit hypocritical because we're talking about Brewster, but Brewster looks a bit special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He just does look that and, and he's he's gone through a massive injury and he's still still by him yeah. and given him the chance. But Grizz has said that we're gone up levels and Wilson, we're shopping on a yeah. different market here. Wilson is 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 a good premiership player, but that's not the level of Liverpool anymore. Yeah, uh, I agree. There was probably a time when he would have. Yeah, abso- yeah. absolutely. We I think know. in Rogers' time he would have yeah. been. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, we've seen, seen players that were um, 
so par like Flanagan kind yeah. of starting to establish himself as yeah. a you know well up for selection coming he can, in. He can have a great career in the yeah. Premiership, but it's not a Liverpool. Yeah. There's no way. Another player um, that's uh, impressed is Lerewski, uh left back. Yeah, yeah. Um, you like saying that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, why? What? Why do you like saying? Cool like, yeah. <laughs> Would you get him on the back of your jersey? Uh, no. But, uh, <laughs> no, I just when uh, when you talk about Brewster being Sturge's replacement, um, we haven't we haven't bought a player in yet. These are the kind of areas where people identified and a backup left back. Mm. So are we are we thinking? Is he good enough to be back up back up to Robertson? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because, like, if you look, Moreno was there all last season. He was fit all yeah. last season. I think he played one game. Yeah. I think he played the Chelsea League Cup. It'd be game. very difficult for Robertson to do that again. Do you know? It would be very difficult, but if you look at, like, Klopp had an option in Moreno there last year and didn't do it. You know, Barcelona, I don't even know if Moreno was on the bench, but Barcelona, it, Robertson gets injured, he puts Klopp, um, Milner. Milner back there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think Robertson, does he miss the, who misses the United game? Wasn't Robertson? Was a Trent and Klein place? Yeah, United yeah, yeah, at Anfield. Yeah, Klein hadn't played for ages, and then he came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he played. I don't know what was going on. It was a right back problem, anyway. Yeah. But like Klopp has that left back option there all last year, and never uses Moreno. Mm-hmm. He goes and he looks, and he probably does Milner the odd time. Yeah, because he, he, he uses Milner, who yeah. he trusts implicitly. Well, so, so he he still ha- we still have that option of Milner filling in at left back. So yeah. someone like oh, I don't think we do. Yeah. Well, we got right. Let's let's look at fullback cover, right or left. You know, Milner can play left and right. Yeah. Gomez has played right. I would back. never play him a fullback for Liverpool again. Who? Milner. Okay, I mean he's why not? Like he's. Um, we'll talk about Milner in in length because like he's a special player, like someone who. Oh no no no! Listen, I'm not knocking Milner. I'm not knocking Milner. I'm not knocking Milner. Milner played right back against Crystal Palace at Anfield. We won four three. Oh, and he man, was torn yeah, a fucking yeah, part yeah. by Zaha. He yeah. got sent off in the end. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, Palace are a particularly attacking team. That doesn't generally happen to us in the in the league. Yeah, right? but Palace had their best player at left wing, and he gave it to their best player, and Milner was given the job of looking after their best player, and he didn't. Yeah, but Liverpool would have been quite stretched in a game like that. They would have been going forward. Like, Milner's, like... Done very well when the team have had to sit back against big teams. Oh look, don't get me wrong. He comes on, he plays the second half against Barcelona, yeah, yeah. and we're backs to the wall, and he's brilliant. Yeah. But I think the way we play, like you said, we're on the ball a lot. We're pushing on a lot. Our fullbacks are asked to push on a lot. And if opposition teams see Milner in fullback, they'll put their quickest player up against them. So now, my, don't get me wrong. My point is, Palace are they're not your regular team in the Premier League that will like when we go up against teams they generally sit back they won't attack us right. they haven't done for a couple of seasons Okay. so I think like you're talking about 5% of games here like that Milner probably couldn't a game wouldn't suit I don't know but you, but you see it's 5% of games 5% you, you can't risk 5% anymore Andy we done 97 <laughs> points last season <laughs> we didn't win the league so, we're set, so you okay. can risk five percent. So don't play, don't play Milner at fullback and Milner. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play Milner at fullback for Liverpool again. No, that's fair enough. Because he's not a fullback. No, that's fair enough. We do need. To, I, I agree. I think we need to bring in a fullback. Um, it's a hard. We, it's a really hard one though because you're trying to convince someone to come to Liverpool and they're they're going to play a handful of games like mm. uh, or or you know or you you say. Go for it. Try and mm. prove you're better than Marvin. Yeah. But it's good. It's a it's a hard one to yeah. kind of fill that position. And I think that's why one of the younger lads, either uh, Lewis or Lerouski. Yeah. Yeah. So some, there's some capable kids. There's Milner. Yeah. There's Gomez. There's uh, no. Clu- no, 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 Joe Gomez is a centre-back, however, he has been put a full-back in quite a few big games when he's been fit. I think defensively, Klopp is looking at him thinking he's better, defensively. I think um, Gomez is a brilliant centre-back. Yeah. I don't think he's he's a brilliant full-back. He's capable, but I think I've watched Joe Gomez a full-back for Liverpool a couple of times, um, particularly right-back, and he goes asleep on the back post. Mm. And that's just my view of him from watching games. 
Joe Gomez is centre back, mm-hmm. and Joe Gomez needs to go out. And he's already said it. He wants to nail his place in the team in one position. He said mm-hmm. it himself. Yeah. And the second comment was he wants to win the league, which I, I yeah. like. But I would go down the road of if you're not signing someone, you will stop shoehorning players into positions. Pick one of those young lads and say, Roy, you're our backup left back for the season. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be Lewis. Yeah. Lerouski's been impressive, but I think it'll be Lewis. All right, so we touched on Milner there for a couple of minutes. Um, he's a special player, isn't he? Like, you looked at his interview um, after the. The Bradford game yeah, and I'm talking about Steve Derby, Derby the yeah. foundation and everything else he just um, he just we say a lot like he gets Liverpool he, he he's like I mean he's been got like people fans have said they'd sell him or they'd let him go for a couple of seasons now even there during the is. summer I agree with you um, didn't want to be that harsh <laughs> I normally say if they're winding up for Twitter um, but um no, he can play all over the place. Uh, people were linking him to, to Leeds and all sorts of they got up. Yeah, and well that's, that's just because of, you know, he's not uh, really good. But um, Milner, Dylan. No, I like him. You like him? Bro, like, I don't know about playing fullback. It depends. Yeah. It really depends. Right. I think he's solid midfield. He works his legs off. He goes everywhere, yeah. side to side. So I do like him. I wouldn't I wouldn't get rid of him. No. Yeah. Yeah, I find, I find Milner, like, well, you just have to see that was it that lactate test they do around the pitch. Yeah, he won again. Yeah, mad. Like the fittest guy is the oh, one of our oldest players. He yeah. beats all these younger lads. He is our oldest player. Isn't he? he is. Yeah, no, he is our oldest player. Yeah, right? he will yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's the one doing laps around the pitch, and last one standing is, is James Miller. It's, he's yeah. just an incredible athlete. You won't. Um... You, you do very well to replace Milner. Yeah, um, just, all the positions you can play, all the role, different roles you can play. How disciplined he is, a fucking proper winner. He's he absolutely. <laughs> the Tramier game that was about ten minutes old, right? And they were like tapping the ball around, and there was a few balls and a few challenges. Next thing, this fellow went down the wing with Tramier, and Milner came out of nowhere <laughs> and absolutely smashed them off the pitch. Yeah. And just got up and went, oh, "It's their throw," like you know, as if he was playing like. <laughs> In the derby, he's just he's a bri- like yeah. he's a brilliant athlete, and yeah. for me, it's more what he does around the squad yeah. itself. Yeah, you know, he's just he's just brilliant. Like you, you would even say, like you know, rather than let him go on, if if he what when he finishes playing career, that like he would become part of Klopp's backroom staff or something like yeah. that, because he's just such a good influence, and you know, he's he's how you know the younger players if they want to look up to someone that he that's who they should be looking up oh, to because he, he's just a consummate yeah. professional in, in in everything he does and you know even the way with the the video for Stephen Darby he, he, he'll even take the piss out of himself like yeah. you know yeah yeah and a good mate of his uh Adam Jorginho Lalana um what do you make of those comments? He's on the one. What do you make? What do you make? Dylan. Dylan is Klopp, is Klopp messing us all about or, or what's going on there? <laughs> like, you say he's going to be playing next season, but... You can't see. Not really. To be yeah. honest, not really. He's not mm. fit enough, isn't he, now? No, no I, he, he, I don't know. It's, it's a hard... The wind changes like, direction and he gets... I think he actually got injured in the Tranmere game or... The, one of the games needs to come off. Yeah, there was a talk of a slight injury for yeah. Adam Milana. He, he, he did hit the ground about three times and looked like he was never getting up. <laughs> yeah. But he's 31. No, he's about... Is he 30? I think he's 31. He could be, but... Yeah, but still, like he's, he hasn't played an awful lot of games. Yeah. Like, he's never fit. Yeah. yeah. He's never fit. But you know these players, who they, they start playing when they're 16... And they're born out when they're thirty. They play so many games. But James Milner plays when he was sixteen at least. Yeah, he's still fucking going. It's just the way Actually, I feel. That's, that's what someone said when Milner came to. There was this whole talk about Milner when he first came that because he had been playing for so long, he would burn out during his Liverpool career. And whoever mm. said that, you're wrong because yeah. he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's not as if that. Listen, like, I oh, know we're going back to Milner again. We get onto the land. It's, but it's, with Milner, it's not like you're even managing him. No. He's playing yeah. a hell of a lot of games for Liverpool. Yeah. And he, he is usually thrown in in the big, intense ones yeah. where, like like Dylan says, he runs and runs and runs and does not stop. And like even, like you see after games and fellas are on the ground and he's just like, 
Yeah, yeah like, brilliant. Do you know he's not yeah, a bother on him? Yeah, well, it's just like on to the next one. How many times did we see Cops preferred midfield was you know it was Henderson, it was Deeney, and it was Milner. Yeah, mm. and and everyone's like throwing their eyes to heaven, and you know. But for whatever reason, Klopp has invested some amount of time and some amount of sound bites and some amount of comments about Lalan. He must see something in training that he really wants to use. Yeah, but when do you use him? Like you have to get him on the you have to get him on the pitch. Yeah, you have ten minutes. So our midfield is Henderson, Genie, and Fabinho. So where where does Adam Lallana fit in? Oh, don't get me wrong. I think if if Adam Lallana is our, our strongest midfield, yeah, exactly. And then oh, after that, you have Naby Keita, you have yeah, exactly. uh, Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Well, yeah, we've, we and Lallana. I think the only the only position we've really seen Lallana like strive in was when he did play kind of behind the front mm. players. Yeah. Like he's saying to he's saying to do well, an excellent job at linking up because there's one thing we struggled with last year was a player who could bring the ball from midfield and get the, the that's front three. Keita. That's well, well that's know. that's where Keita and, and Chamberlain. Cha- Chamberlain yeah. does yeah, Cham- that. Chamberlain yeah. does that. Do that was that. where yeah. Chamberlain really. Adam Lallana's best front at Liverpool was when Klopp arrived and he stuck him up in the front three with Coutinho and Firmino. He stuck him in the front three and he, and basically said to him, "You go and press." Mm. And he made yeah. him press. And if you watch the if you watch the games, Alana used to be more central than Firmino. And what he do is oh, he yeah. go and press the ball properly, mm. and then the two boys would take over and, and run him up. Yeah. But yeah. you have to get a. F- he has to be on the pitch, Andy, to play yeah. and to influence anything. But I think Klopp is just. He's got to hold on to the ball. Yeah. If you're struggling and you need to hold on to the ball, he is quite good at that. I will give him that. Yeah. Yeah. Klopp is like. Constantly on the lookout for players who can press, who player, you know, players who. But we also have to remember the way Klopp works. He, you know, he 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 does games in segments. So is he thinking for a certain formation for the first couple of games because mm. we are, you know, players are going to be coming back late and mm. all of that. So maybe he feels Lalana has some. Role Lalana has something he can utilize. Exactly. Early on yeah. The yeah. That's that's the only thing I can think of, but. He has to stay fit for a start. Like, uh, if he gets injured on the plane over to America, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me, in fairness, because no. he's just yeah. been so injury prone at the moment. Yeah. So, um, I genuinely felt uh, Lalana, you know, Klopp did a lot of talking about Lalana after Christmas, and mm. he was trying to, he was hoping he'd get fit and he'd be available. And, and every time he was like, yeah. He was. And it was kind of the same with Lovren yeah. last year when we were really depending on a, a centre back to be fit. And I, I honestly expected. Both of them to go this summer, but they haven't. So we'll move on to incomings or the potential of incomings. Um, you think the Chinese whispers going yeah. around? Basically, there's been very little um, strong links, like proper links, where the journalists get on uh, and really get a say. So it's apart from Pepe, which is uh, breaking tonight. Is uh, it? <laughs> what? It's breaking tonight. Oh yeah. How was it? You didn't break on Twitter. Now. Don't tell me it was you. No, no, no. Who's, who's breaking it? In the context of... Is this who Matt was talking about? Yeah, Matt, Matt's got some information that it's uh, it's close. A bid has been prepared, tabled, accepted, and a medical has been organised. But anyway, we'll let that one play out. But uh, everybody's just... Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I think it's mad. I've never seen this happen to the degree it's happening. As Liverpool fans, we've always long to see past players come back for whatever reason mm. but one player who who basically shit on the club pretended to be injured mm. forced to move out yeah. now feels like he's made a mistake and wants to come back and join the party again Dylan would you have any of that? Yeah I'd love him back You'd love him back Good man just Dylan a, Just ahead of the midfield playing Salah Firmino Mane through just like we used to have him. I think I'd love him back. I think that we'd have no problem in rekindling Oh, if he one. wants to come back, he can come back all he wants. Literally. Mm. I second that. James? Can't have enough good players. They're mad to pair them over here. I'm sorry, but no. He burned his bridges. I'm... Let me ask you a question before you go on. Go on. Luis Suarez becomes available tomorrow. No. You wouldn't take no. Luis Suarez tomorrow? No. You wouldn't? No. Okay. Why is that? Why? Mm. Because we have the best. No, 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 no. Luis Suarez becomes available tomorrow to go into that Liverpool squad as an attacking player that we're looking for. Would you take Luis Suarez back at Liverpool tomorrow? No, he's a nut 
nutcase and he, he would disrupt our squad. No way. All right, so it's because he's a nutcase. Yeah. Nothing to do with the way he left the club then. Well, there's that as well. Right. But, like, he, but that wasn't your first No, game. my first one is he, he, he's too unpredictable. Right. Like, I know he's calmed down since he's went to Barcelona, but he could flip back and just go and do something mad and cost us big time again. So he's, he's, he's too much of a risk. Anything that had risks affecting the atmosphere in our club, I don't want to see. So I don't want to see Suarez back. I don't want to see Coutinho back. Coutinho burnt his bridges. And, okay, he's having a shit time at Barcelona, but tough luck, mate. You, you're, you're, you're done. Go go to PSG or something like that. James, we but we we constantly as fans and what I've seen on Twitter a lot is we speculate about what went down. Yeah, and it's like we know. I mean, yeah. we know, we know we kind of know he wasn't injured, and he said oh, he was absolutely, injured. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but, but I think we don't know what the relationship between him and Klopp is like. I think he's burnt his bridges right. with Klopp. Okay, so that's but, what that's what we think, right? We think, yes, right. that's what we think. So leaving aside what we think yeah. and leaving aside any speculation or anything you've kind of read from journalists or people that say they're in and out if the potential for that to happen is there mm. and Klopp is willing for that to happen that would suggest that things weren't as bad as speculated absolutely but so in that case we we can assume that he's not going to disrupt anyone no, if because Klopp wouldn't do no, that. No, Klopp. So let's Klopp say let's say this is hap- yeah. let's say this is happening. Then yeah. you're happy. If Klopp's happy. I'm happy. Yeah, that's where a bit like yeah. that's a bit where I am. And if I mean, there's no point in those fans talking about whether we would or we wouldn't and yeah. burning bridges and uh, disrupting squads because we don't really know exactly what the cra- crack is. Yeah, Coutinho would only come back to Liverpool with well, Klopp's full blessing. Yeah, the, the the other problem I have with Coutinho is I always felt. He doesn't fit. It we he he doesn't really fit the systems right. we play. So it's like we kind of shoehorned him in t- to play for us. Now we, don't get me wrong, Coutinho is brilliant, but the the way we're now set up, I think suits us better. And like, wh- where do you put him? Like, honestly, yeah. where where do you put him in our in our team at the moment? Without, had, uh, without a complete change of formation. Oh, now. Right, I had this argument last night in the fat back four, and and Matt put it to me about Coutinho's agent. Um, oh, what, no, 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 he is. Yeah, yeah we, we don't need to say what he is, but <laughs> he he was part of what went on eighteen months ago with Coutinho and, and his leaving of the club, going back two years ago because he he, he feigned injury mm. towards. Well, he changed the agent from someone else to yeah, but then he, he he feigns injury and yeah. he does what usually happens to players that end up at Barcelona. This is the this is the mm. yeah the, the the you know this is the book that he follow yeah. in order to get that move right. Yeah. And Matt was saying no and the stuff about messages and stuff. Is that right? Much as I'm saying, you don't want to disrupt this, disrupt the club. I don't think this will happen. Just put that out there. I don't think this will happen, mm. but. You asked Dylan that question, and the first thing he said to you was, "Brilliant! He's a great player. He's he's in there, and you have that front three, and you add Coutinho to that squad, and it's amazing." That's probably the way we should look at it. He's a top quality player that you add to a top quality squad, and you can never have enough of them. The thing I always go back to, and people say, "Oh no, this he's a fucking rat." Luis Suarez is the exact same, if not worse, than Philip Coutinho for the way he left Liverpool, and I can guarantee you, put a poll out now, and. Luis Suarez is available tomorrow for fucking on a free transfer to Liverpool or 40 million or 50 well, it million. Doesn't, it doesn't and 95, about 90, the money. No, no, no. The money you know. is irrelevant, yeah. right? But I guarantee you 90% of Liverpool fans will take Luis Suarez back. And people say, people, you have short memories. Well, what, what about Coutinho? Will you really have a fucking short memory? Because if you go back to the summer of 2013, Suarez was in the Telegraph doing forum fucking six-page spreads about how he felt he was being bullied at Liverpool, how he was being alienated at Liverpool, how he wanted to live. Um, Arsenal's bid of £40 million and one pound it was no coincidence because it was fed from Suarez's end as a mm. way out. Mm. Right? He was sent off the train with, with the younger players. He comes back. Now, don't get me wrong. He put his head down. He played. He was brilliant. Coutinho done the exact same. He mm. put his head down and played and he was brilliant. Forget all this fucking theatre about him going off and doing this or doing that. Like you said, if it comes available and Klopp turns around and says, yeah, I'll have him, and the likes of a Milner, um, Milner, Henderson, uh, you know, Firmino, yeah. all these senior kind of players at Liverpool are happy with it. It would happen. But against that, I don't think it will because 
I think that transfer really, really hurt Jurgen Klopp. I think it did as well. That that's and that's the thing. It, 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 the way Klopp's body language around that time with it, he just seemed like he was devastated. He felt betrayed by him. Betrayed was yeah. the word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He felt betrayed. He thought because he had basically, I think he 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 had he knew where he wanted. Coutinho, he thought Coutinho was at the right club, and then he kind of, yeah. And I don't think Klopp comes back from that. I don't think he walks back, and you know, and and will come to... Klopp, Klopp I doesn't, don't see him going back. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's done with them. He, yeah. He's moved on, you know, he, so... This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. For me, there's going to be speculation until Barcelona give us all our money. Yeah, or like as I've I, I've maintained this all season, I'm going to keep going with this. Neymar is the key to this transfer window. Mm. When he moves, then things start happening. But if Neymar moves to Barcelona, then the Coutinho team will ramp up absolutely like tenfold because yeah, so, they need to get rid of players. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, but then Dembele is available. Would you prefer? Would you, who would you prefer, Dembele or Coutinho? Oh, Dembele all day long. Mm, yeah. I think I would. And simply yeah. because I think he can play in more positions than Coutinho yeah. up front. Um, he's quicker than Coutinho, and we were cr- like we have Salah and we have Mane, but we need somebody else that's lightning fast that yeah. can replicate mm. as close to them too as you possibly can, yeah. exactly. and come into the squad. And if they do play well, you say to Mane, "You're out for a game or two. This fella's doing well." and but that's yeah. what big squads are all about. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're after Coutinho. Like for me, it's not about what went on and the fallouts and the betrayal and all that. I think it's more about what Klopp said after the transfer when he couldn't really understand yeah. Barcelona's attraction to him. He couldn't play the Iniesta role yeah. to the um, the levels that Iniesta could play. Now I'm talking about all them numbers that they look at, and he couldn't didn't like playing wide. Yeah, he didn't like playing wide, and he wasn't as effective mm. from wide. He needs to get on the ball deep, bring it forward, and produce his magic. You know, two two touches, one touch, um, and I think we're past the idea of a player that's so limited in what he can do that we'll go after someone who can play multiple positions, who's physically strong, who's physically you know they're fast, and they're going to they're going to buy into the project. That's what Pep. That's where yeah. Pepe comes into the talk. He is big, yeah. he's strong, he's athletic, he's fast. Yeah. To play either side, you know. But the, I keep going back to these links to the likes of Asensio and, and Fernandez and, and these players. And they're all can be similar to Coutinho and what they do as well. So there might be something in it, but... I thought Bruno could play a few positions, actually. Well, Bruno can play, from what I've heard, and mm. I've said, that, look, I don't pretend to watch all these players because I mm. simply don't, no. right? But from what I've been told is he can play in a three-man midfield mm. and he can play as a 10. Mm. So Coutinho was always seen as a 10 and then we're trying to be they tried to make him into a midfield three player. That's why it feels to me like there's something might be in the link. But again, as much as I'd have him tomorrow because you can't have enough quality, I still can't see it happening because, like you said, James, it's the betrayal mm. that Klopp felt. Klopp couldn't get his head around the fact that we're going somewhere here. Mm. And this they're bringing you in for when another fella leaves and they're kind of, mm. you know, they weren't bringing him in as the main man. They were bringing him in as, I'll ah, kind of, you know, succeed this fella, you might do. And it was very kind of fucking grey areas about mm. what he was going to do at Barcelona. Yeah, where if we were saying to him, you're yeah. brilliant, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, Barcelona, we know, is is is, is Messi plus the rest. You know, yeah. so you're always going to be number twos to that. So, but yeah, he he he's always been kind of a confidence player, Coutinho, and he's he's, he's lost that confidence. He's, mm. he's just he doesn't look a sh- yeah the shadow of the player he was at Liverpool. I, I he's just it's going to take um it's it's not going to come cheap anyway. Like no. you know you. You kind of consider these things. It was such a good deal. It'd be too hard to refuse. Yeah, and well, I think look, um, Barcelona. I think realise now that yeah. we 
we uh, you know we got one over on them and yeah. getting 140 million yeah. out of them. So uh, and I, I think personally, I think we're saving our money for the big transfer next summer. <laughs> Mbappe we all know about that. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> What's your record, Dylan? Is that happening? Oh, um, I even said to my dad, I love Mbappe. Yeah. In watching him in the World Cup, I thought he was unreal. Yeah. So I, I would love him back by Liverpool. Yeah. But I know it's not going to happen this summer. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this summer, but I think he loves Liverpool. Uncle, An- <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Andy will tell you it's happening next year. <laughs> yeah. I think he loves Liverpool. He's, yeah. he's, uh, I'm not going to give up on this one. I think no. there's, yeah. there's more there's more substance I seen to one today than just like you know a bit of messing around on Instagram oh, I seen one today um, actually it was on the, the Daily Show I was doing earlier and one fellow was saying if Nike are in for us and Nike happens and Bappe happens with them yeah. it, this fellow's convinced of this Nike, I mean? Nike pays for him Nike, Nike bear, more or less says we'll put up well I can confirm Nike is happening can you? yes right tonight Good man, Andy. There you go. I mean, no, it's not happening tonight, but I can confirm tonight that, that it will Liverpool will be wearing uh, nice night shorts, yeah. From next season. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you're 100% of that. Yeah. Oh, good man, Andy. I love stuff like that. Um, we were talking so a bit kind of about yeah. uh, FSG and how they do their transfers and how they do their business in the transfer market. We think, hey, the pre deals done last year for the, the year prior to that. Um, we're now, we're now, we now have the ability to compete with anyone in the transfer market. Um, so the concept of Moneyball, when they came to Liverpool, I thought it was like, did boy young kids, um, you know, based on their stats, they developed them and they'd make massive profits. That was my idea and my concept of Moneyball. But Chelsea do Moneyball, but don't seem to have this name for Moneyballing. You know, they bring in loads and loads and loads of players. They never even have to pay them. They send them out on loan and then they sell them for profit. Uh, Gav, do you sense that Liverpool are now bringing in youngsters in that way like that? They're buying an awful lot of youth players, like massively talented youth players, and they're going into the academy. Like, what's next for them? I mean, I don't see them all coming into Liverpool, the, the main Liverpool team, the first team. So what happens to all these youngsters? Are Liverpool... Michael Edwards does the business on them. Um, so what are they, what's happening? Are they, are well, they money, ball, money balling in the Chelsea model? No, they're not money balling that way. I think Chelsea have like a ridiculous amount of players on Like, yo, I think it's fifty players or yeah. something. They're mad. Like, yeah, how they're getting away with it is beyond me. Do you know what I mean? Like, just a mad. Well, but then, like, yeah, but like, but, no, but I think that embargo was over. Was it? Was it over signing that amount of players, or was no, it was illegally approaching? Up, it was poaching some young kids. Yeah, well, that's well. Then it's not actually. Well, then it's not down to the amount of players they no, have. No, it's down to the. But it's it's a savage amount of players they have yeah. on Liverpool. Um. We talked earlier about like the going up levels and different things, and that might have hurt some players. You know, like the likes of Ryan Kent, Harry Wilson. You know, um, the you know even like the likes of Ejari or, or Ojo. You mm. see now has gone to Rangers Woodbourne. and you know Woodbourne, and and it's kind of just getting away from them. Yeah. But Liverpool are doing an amazing job at turning these players into really good loan deals. Yeah, that's bringing their value up or getting great money for them. You know, like the look. You go back to the likes of Brad Smith, Jordan Oyeb. You know, they get. They, they basically swap um, Andy Robertson for his name has gone out of my head Kevin the lad that was in midfield and the, everyone loved him oh, uh, I can't remember his name yeah. you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about um, but they basically swap him for him you know and they're getting they're getting good money like now the Camacho one looks a bit low but I think there's an awful lot of add-ons on, on top of that and there's a buyback option there on him mm. like they get 18 million for Solanke yeah, you know yeah, the kind of yeah. way they get 20 million for rings and now these are a bit more established yeah now yeah. but Solanke is a perfect example yeah. of what I'm talking about um, a lot of the other players you named came up through from very young age but players that they're buying in at 16 mm. I mean they're, put, they're putting a lot of well, money but they only got Solanke two seasons beforehand from Chelsea on a, tri- on a free wasn't it yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, so they, they end up paying five million or ten million or whatever. It was, I don't think it was that. Yeah, it was. It was only. It was only it was something small because Chelsea were going mad over. Yeah, that they weren't getting enough. Well, I know what you're saying. He's a perfect example of buying someone, developing them, and selling them on. Yeah, yeah. like they're not. I mean, I don't think. I don't think Klopp's at that level where he's looking at kids around other academies and saying, "Snap them up, buy them." 
they'll be useful in the future. I, I, I think there's an undercurrent going on there that's that's about making profits. Oh, it has to be. You know, and, and, and City is saying now, they're buying far too many players and bringing in far too many kids for it to be about the City team. Yeah, they're not being it has to be about, team. It has to be about But the, the difference with Liverpool, Andy, is, is that when the money ball team was first brought to anyone's attention, it was buying a Coutinho and developing them and selling them on. Yeah. Getting a Suarez and developing them and selling them on. Yeah, and that you know was my I mean? understanding. That was my the concept that I that thought was, was. But the, the money ball is being done at yeah. a lower level yeah. now, Andy. Yeah. And there's no... And I we're don't not selling these big players. What we're doing is the big players are all there and we're yeah. going to money ball at the next yeah. level below in order to boost phones to buy our yeah. next star. And who could have a problem with that? I mean... Um, I have no problem. I just think we're doing have the, the, you know, the down the rabbit hole with the FSG. Oh, you love that. Yeah. And we and they be talking about Moneyball. And they always struggle to give you an example yeah. of when we Moneyballed. Like even under Rogers, we were we bought um Sacco for whatever. Seventeen million. Pretty much as max value ever. You know, we bought so many players like Benteke is max value ever, like, you know, mm. even back to well, Tordy Tim is all over Tordy. Yeah. So it's never been about the buy the player, you know, for, you know, on the on the numbers, and then would it look to develop them and send them on? Mm. I think we've established now that FSG are in to to win trophies, and that's their their gain is going to be when they eventually sell the club down the line. Who knows if it's a year or ten years or twenty years? Well, the biggest but, gain, the biggest gain for me is that they cop themselves on, because for me, Andy, there was issues there around like every club has a transfer committee. Every single club, but we made a big deal of it. Mm. And we started naming the people in the transfer committee. And we started mm. calling it a transfer committee. The worst thing they could ever do was uh, call it a transfer committee. Yes. Put exactly. a label yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 just Because yeah. it sounds ridiculous. It sounds because, like, uh, yeah. you know, coffee morning with a load of grannies. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And the thing was, like, if you go back and look, like Liverpool did a deal for Fabinho, right? And it was always, oh, that's the way Liverpool always done it. They always never said a word and they just presented the player and everyone knew about it when it happened. Mm-hmm. And it got to the stage where Liverpool had this transfer committee that everyone knew the names of everyone on it and they knew what they were at and they were dropping leaks out all over the place for who they were in for. The biggest thing FSG almost said, look, we don't know what we're fucking doing here. That's what they mm-hmm. done, Andy. Mm-hmm. And he said, Roy, that did not work. Jürgen Klopp walked in, walked in the door and went, yeah, I'll work with him and I'll work with him and that's it. We're not calling ourselves anything. We love, there's three or four of us, Head Scow, Michael Edwards, somebody else, Jürgen Klopp, yeah. and that's the way it's going to stay. And FSG, although back in the club more now, have stepped away, in my opinion, to actually the actual running of it and, and having an input on it. Do you know what I mean? This is all done yeah, a level below the, the owners of the club. Yeah. But obviously yeah. they'll have to give the okay on certain but, but like, things. But like any sort of investors coming in, they're going to stay around for a while to oversee everything. Then they find Absolutely. the right people they can trust to do and understand well, exactly they, what they need doing. Yeah. And then they step away. Mm. But I mean... Yeah, but FSG, you know, they well, they have Michael Edwards, who's now the director of yeah. football. So he, mm. he looks after that. And then the business side is handled by Mike Gordon. And yeah. that's it. You know, mm. and, you know, um, Werner and uh, Henry are in, you know, they're in the background. They turn yeah. up for trophy celebrations and stuff like mm. that, like the Champions League final yeah. and stuff like that. But they're not involved. The The day-to-day is, is Mike Gordon. Yeah. So. And the, the club is turning over massive profits absolutely, now. And there's yeah. no way dividends being paid out to investors, shareholders. It's all about uh, capital, uh, grow, the growth. Yeah. And look, you can go back to day one with FSG. They, they said we would use the money we generate to, for player sales. Yeah. For for you know transfers and mm. and they've stuck to that. Yeah, no, I just I just see the big difference being they did develop players and they went down and sold them like yeah. Coutinho, like Suarez, you know, um, just probably one or two more that they they sold on. Yeah. But now it just seems to be no, no, no. We'll we'll make sure. Like you see the money they've put into contracts over the last. 12, 18 months yeah. to secure these players. Now, I don't, I know sometimes contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on, mm. but they have put things in place and, and protected themselves mm. for all these big stars. But there's no talk of Salagon or Firmino or, or Mane, unless it's the fucking Senegal manager who's obviously clearly obviously bleeding Malik. Mm. But you know what I mean? There's no talk of these players going. Do you mm. know what I mean? Van Dijk is there. Like Van Dijk, if he designed with Liverpool five years ago, would have got 18 months out of him, and Real Madrid or Barcelona would have came out here. There's 60 million, and we would have went, thanks. But mm. now it's just a level below, and we're doing lovely business at, at a level below where we're generating a good few quid where we can go out and say, 
you know, we're getting 20 for Ings. Yeah. We're getting 20 for Solanke, and we're going to get 20 for Wilson, and we're going to go and put it on Pepe. What are we losing? Fuck all, because at the end of the day, Wilson's not going to get a game, Ings wasn't getting a game, and Solanke was, was never getting a game. Yeah. And now we have a player there. We've three wages gone, we've won in, yeah. and we haven't, we haven't broke sweat. And that's where I think we are moneyballing at that level, but it's the right level to do with that. Yeah. That's my opinion. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we head out to America next. Are uh, we going? Yeah. Well, us? Yeah. Do you want to go? I'll go. I'll go with you. Cool. I think we've taken we have buy a load of night gear while we're over yeah. there. Uh, the Travelling Squad is announced tonight, James, was it? Correct. Um, Klein, Fabino, Van Dijk, Wijnaldum, Lovren, Milner, Gomez... Henderson, Chamberlain, Lalana, Mig, Brewster, Robertson, Origi, Matip, Kent, Lewis, Phillips, Jones, Silver, don't know his name, <laughs> Duncan, Woodburn, Wilson, Laruski, Trent, Vanderberg, and Atherton. A uh, lot of names back there. We're going to start to properly enjoy pre-season. We're playing against Dortmund next. Yeah. And who's after that? Is it... Uh, uh, Sevilla, is it? No, Seville. Seville next, is it? Seville, yeah. Seville, yeah. You had it up there earlier. Yeah, no, but then if it's. Dortmund, Seville, Spartan, Lisbon, I think. That's yeah, it. Yeah. three games. Yeah, you're right. So it's going to get properly enjoyable. Friday night, if you're in America, and yeah. Sunday, if you're in America. For us, it's going to be 1 a.m. going into Saturday, and then Madley on Sunday. 11 o'clock on Sunday night. Um, I mean, these pre they're all, they're more about growing a fan base in America but I mean we have yeah. to look at it from the team's perspective and the, the club the team have to benefit from it as well so what do you think James they, you know are these are these tours are the team benefiting would they benefit more if they stayed at home or is it just more about the commercial it's more about the commercial side yeah look Klopp would, Klopp would happily just go to Switzerland for four weeks and have a training camp He's, he's, he said it himself before, he, he, but, you know, we're, we're a global phenomenon. So, you know, we have to satisfy that fan base by giving them just a small taste of what it's like. So mm. we have to do these tours. And America is it's getting more and more popular over there, but it's still, you have to reinforce that. And, you mm. know, we don't want the likes of Chelsea or someone to fill that void in America. So we, we have to keep growing that fan base in America and, and that's what these games are about but it's also you know he does have time well no he doesn't with these games generally they're you know spaced out but with the first two games there's hardly any time so I'd say it'll be like one squad for one game and one squad for the other game. yeah yeah they're so close again yeah, they're, they're way too close like Klopp if it wasn't pre-season if there was some proper games Klopp would be losing his shit because there's, he gives him no time yeah. between games only for the community shield, they'd be back in Dublin, Dylan. Um, if you went to the couple of last couple of games in Dublin, no, no. I used it, but then we started going over to Liverpool to watch right. games, so we haven't. So you got, the, time you got to start experiencing the real thing. Exactly it. Um, so what do you what do you think of them going off to America? Would you prefer like I think it's going to reach a stage where we'll do that anyway. We go to the camp in Switzerland because yeah. there's, you know, there's only so much you can showcase your team, whether it's in America or Asia. Um, but being the best, being the being the Champions League winners, being the league winners, that's how you, that's how you attract fans all over the world, I think. Yeah. I mean, the fact that other English teams are going away to Australia as well, like it's, it's bringing attention to the Premier League, the, the biggest uh, TV deals. They're going to be watching anyway. Yeah, you know, would you would you would you prefer Dylan to to be in Dublin, to be in Switzerland or somewhere more local that the players aren't suffering all that like traveling? No, I'd say somewhere more local, yeah, because it's good to go in pre-season to let the youngsters play. Yeah, but the traveling, yeah, is a lot on them. I definitely think it takes its toll. Like the the clubs are spending that much time and effort and science and research into getting the best out of their players. What do you think, Gav? I mean, is it having an effect on them? I know um, it's only a trip out to America, and when they get home, they're going to suffer a few days of jet lag it's coming into um, getting close to the, the real season then. Yeah, I, it is a commercial thing. There's no doubt about it. You know, they're being paid good money by this. Is it, they call it the Champions Cup or yeah, something like that. I can't remember which one. Um, it's something like that. Um, and we've just renewed our sponsorship deal with 
some car company. Yeah, today, so yeah. So they're, they're, they're throwing us money for doing this tour. It's commercial. It's commercial stuff. Like, yeah. like Dylan says, they love them to have more local because of the traveling and stuff like that. And it's a fair point, you know. There is a fair bit of traveling. We're in the US when they're doing this now. I think they they try to keep themselves as you know the games as close to each other as they can. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. traveling wise, New York, isn't it? New York, Boston, and. There's one of that. Yeah. Notre Dame, is it? Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they're all East Coast. Yeah, they're all East Coast. But like, in saying that, like, America's a fucking big country. Like, it's not going. <laughs> it's not like going no. like Dublin to Belfast. You no, know that kind of way. So, like, but like Dylan's right. You, you know, there is traveling involved, and, and as Andy said, then you come back and. But I'm sure they have them kind of prep that they stay on their own time, and you know that kind of way when, you know, when you see when they go to Eastern Europe, they they stay on their. British time, yeah, while yeah, they yeah. go there and they try to, to adapt as quick as they can when they get back. Yeah. We'd all love them to be local, but everyone does. Like the American fans are delighted there over there. Mm. We're always delighted when they're in Dublin. But yeah. the only thing I would say is it is commercial. But like he takes them away twice a year, usually for bonding, bonding, mm. and um, warm weather training and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's getting the squad back together. Yeah, so after they've had what six weeks now, so you know, get yeah. back. And get into a rhythm exactly. and, and get going. And, yeah, the one thing about get, you know not being local is it gets in, you know without other distractions. Yeah, but now, now in fairness, when they come to the Aviva in Dublin, they they have they've had Napoli, Athletic Bilbao, mm. you know they've had decent opposition. Um, but like if they were to stay and go to Switzerland, they'd be playing shy, like you know what I mean. Whereas when they're in America, they're playing Sporting Lisbon, Sevilla, you know Dortmund, all these teams that. Are probably a week behind them in preparation. They usually are these European teams, yeah. but it's it's a much better standard. And then you have it's warm weather over there. There is commercial opportunities because you know, and you know yourself, they're going to land in America tomorrow, and you yourself is going to be all over all the content because you mm. love content. Yeah, I love content. So you'll be watching yeah. like, oh look at the lads in the hotel and all, and yeah. oh you know, look at them, their new tracksuits are gorgeous and all. So like, you know what I mean? So that's what it's about as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then you'll see them in probably in Dunkin' Donuts or whatever other sponsorship deals they have and they'd be doing bits and pieces there. So, look, I prefer America to Asia. I yeah. think the Asia one takes a lot more out players than, than mm. America. Yeah. So, just see how it goes. But all you want is the full squad going over there, lads hit the ground running, get a good rhythm going and let's start destroying people starting with Norwich in four or five weeks' time. Mm. That's all I'm going to do. Well, there's the, the charity shield thing. I'd probably first. call that off. I hope they do. Yeah. I, I said it last week or a couple of weeks ago, like I'm I'm really worried about that. Yeah. It's um it's well, like psychological a marker for psychological, the season. Yeah, it is a marker for the season. Yeah. It's only a friendly, it means nothing, it's stupid charity, you know, but at the end of the day, like there's two teams in that league. Yeah. You know, I mean you never know, right? But there's two teams that would be everyone's favourites to yeah. challenge for the league again. And you don't want any advantage. Given to the other team, I, I I would give you that, but listen, the teams you're going to see on that day, I don't think are going to. I can't see them. I'd be surprised if they're both full teams that are out for both teams, and I'd be very surprised if it's any way near the pace of what a Premier League game would be. The last I, game before Norwich. Though. I know. It's the last game, and it's yeah. and tr- like previously the last game before um, the start of the season has been in Dublin, yeah. and we. We got used to seeing the main players playing, you know. For yeah, a long but you'll point. still see a lot of Sultan Bowl players. And you have to remember, they both have players that have been Copa America and the African Nations. So you're going to get players back. Like, they have a similar, like, I think they have, they've Mares away. Don't they, don't they have Mares away? Yeah, Mares is playing in the final against, yeah. against Mane. Yeah, and then you had Aguero was away and different things. So, yeah. like, well, they went out early. I th- yeah, but I think I think you'll see. You'll probably see. I think you're right. In what you're saying, you'll see a very cagey game. Yeah. Because you know, I'd say Pep and Klopp think exactly like Andy and don't want to, don't yeah. want to give an inch. You know no, that kind of way. But no, no. I wouldn't read anything into it. Like we beat Barcelona four one at Wembley a couple of years ago. We thought we were going to win everything, <laughs> and we didn't. You know that kind of way. So, you know what I mean? Grewich was scoring ahead of us from forty yards out. Like you know, but. No, I don't. I don't. I don't see anything in it. The, the tour is not bad. Get it. Get it over with. Get fit. Come back and let's get going because we're definitely winning the league this year. Right. <laughs> and when you see it with the night gear next year with the big golden fucking lion on the side of it and all the whole lot. 
Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be epic. Oh, it's gonna yeah. love it. Me, Mbappe, Mbappe with um, the goal Premier League badges. Yeah, he look great. Yeah, he? and Nike and all that over the shop. Oh, he looked gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Can't wait to see his hair doing all. It's going to be great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Um, yeah, before we record next week, uh, we'll have played two games. Um, we'll be closer again to the season starting. Of course, Gav is doing stuff every single day. Oh, every day, man. Um, he's ripping it up there. Fuck it in the, uh, the F- B4 Daily Show. Uh, get on that if you can. Um, it's been, yeah, it's excellent. Fair it's play going well, Gav. Yeah. yeah, it's going well. well. Yeah. Um, trying to get more and more guests on so if we, we, I'm trying to actually get people that are commenting on it you know on YouTube and on thing. I'm trying to get them on to talk to me right. um, because the, the show is about them like you know it's it's people commenting that's that's what keeps it going right so I'm when you're listening to this show this week uh, who hasn't listened or who has been getting on the daily show yeah. give you a show get on yeah, yeah. email the trippers yeah. let me know if you're interested and um, if you can string a sentence together yeah, you're on, you're in. Yeah. That's all the requirements you need. So, no, it's going well, and look, we keep going, and it's been great. All the people commenting, it's been deadly. Yeah. All right, nice one, James, Dylan, and Gav. This has been the club, and uh, I'm your host, Andy Young, making the trippers fun again. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know, being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wines and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. (laughs) You love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.